Blog Talk Radio. I've been on the road so long, I forgot what kind of cars I got. I rap so much, I forgot what kind of bars I got. Rolls in the concrete, rolls to the top. Son of a gun, raised by a Glock. Georgia Power was off, I was raised in the dark. I don't know if it phased me or not, no telling. If I didn't turn 15, I wouldn't have been a felon. I bout it, I bout for violence in my section. If you don't shoot or get shot at, you ain't go through adolescence. You ain't go through all the pressure. You ain't get all of your blessings. What you know about not being able to re-up going through the pressure? What you know about aggression? What you know about confession? If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. Crunch numbers with dunce heads. Seven figures in Buckhead. I get dough to us enough bread. Money talks to us enough said. It was Tomb Poom, Baby M, and Big U stand for upset. I can tell you what a plug is. Over there with my cousin. Say I'm under the influence. I was downstairs where the drugs at. 40 cow, 50 cow. Even my mama told a pistol now. They call on that Crenshaw. Only thing we need is a missing child. You already know what this about. I shouldn't be right around with this amount. Cause I can take a bit with this amount. And take all the trip with this amount. I look like a lick, act like I'm rich, talk like a whip, walk like a brick, fly like a blimp, right over the public. If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. If it wasn't for my neighborhood, then I wouldn't be nothing. Crunching numbers with dust head, seven figures in bucket. Welcome to Man Made Radio, everyone. Of course, I am your host, Anna May, and you just heard that 2 Chains Neighborhood that is off the Trapavelli 2 mixtape. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. Once again, thank you for joining me here live in the mischief once again on Man Made Radio. And if you don't already know, please remember that you can catch the show live each and every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then, as always, you can call in, chit-chat, give your opinion, ask questions, 347-637-2685. It is a lovely Sunday evening. I know a lot of you out there are appreciating this weather or this nice weather that we're having, especially considering that we're in the fourth quarter. We're in the fourth quarter. You guys know what that means. That means cold weather and like we talked about last week, for some of y'all, that means bay season, cuffing season, whatever the hell you want to call it, booed up. And for others, that means it's time to sharpen up that grind, finish up those those last-minute things for the year, tie up those loose ends, and strategize for the next year, fourth quarter. Today we're actually bringing you the random report, the fourth quarter edition, rightfully so since we're in the fourth quarter. Now, I wanted to you guys about the Million Man March that just took place um, October 10th, 2015, 20-year anniversary. Huge, 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 huge deal. It's a huge deal for many reasons. Um, Number one, the history behind it. Number two, um, a lot of the things that we've been seeing here in the news revolving around African-Americans. 
a lot of unarmed black men, unarmed young black men who have been slain in the past few years. Um, I know those of you that listen to the show are familiar with some of the broadcasts that we've done on some of these uh, situations or these incidents. Very unfortunate. And um, I want to talk to you guys about this. Uh, The Million Man March was yesterday, of course, and a lot of you guys are complaining that there was barely any news coverage on it. Well, that is factual. There was barely any news coverage on the Million Man March. But my question to all of you is, what stopped you from broadcasting it? What stopped you? Because last time I checked, social media is a form of a news outlet. It may not be formal. It may not be Channel 5, Channel 9, Channel 43, whatever news channel that you have locally. It may not be that. It may not be CNN, NBC, which some of those stations or networks did offer a a brief coverage, very brief. But nonetheless, back to what I was saying, what was stopping you from using your outlet? I know that um, although – Everyone may not have been able to attend the way they wanted to. Certainly didn't stop you from sending a tweet, or shouldn't have stopped you, I should say. Shouldn't have stopped you from sending a tweet, uploading a Facebook status, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat, whatever it is that you like to do to promote yourself or waste time. Could have used that to talk about the Million Man March. Um, We're going to get into that in a little bit more detail. I want to talk to you guys about the history. So the original gathering uh, for the Million Man March made its debut in 1995, um, October 16th of 95. This original gathering was organized by Louis Farrakhan. Um, Louis Farrakhan was also um, the leader or one of the main organizers of the 2015 Million Man March. But uh, the purpose of the original Million Man March, or I should say one of the purposes of this event, was to paint a different picture of the black male while also bringing unity into the community. Two very important things. Now think about this. 20 years ago, this is what we were gearing towards. 20 years later, that is still the fight. Um, if you listen to the Sandra Bland episode, you would know that we made mention of 50 years ago we were fighting for equality. So it seems to be a never-ending cycle. Although we have made some progress, the progress that we have made, it's not necessarily enough. I'm just going to be frank with you guys. I mean, we, we're we here live in the mission on Man Made Radio. You know we don't sugarcoat. We keep it real. If you have an opinion, feel free, 347-637-268, that line. But continuing on with this, um, on this day, there was also, when I say on this day, I'm talking about the original gathering in 95, um, there were also, um, there was another gathering that took place recognized as the Day of Absence. Now, um, this was organized by women because the Million Man March, uh, being titled the Million Man March, was believed that, you know, it was going to be geared more towards men, whatever the case. Some women came together and um, organized the Day of Absence. Now, this organization um, took place also on October 16th of 95, and basically this organization 
was geared towards gaining the uh, attention of those who wouldn't be able to attend the Million Man March. So this was another thing that they used, another tactic that they used to engage people 20 years ago. So um, on this day, people were encouraged to not do the things that they would normally do if they were going into work, going into school, whatever it is, the day of absence, hence the title, don't show up. Show up to the Million Man March instead. Let our voices be heard. Let our presence be felt. That was the idea behind this 20 years ago. Now, and 20 years later, October 10th, you were brought the Million Man March Justice or Else movement. Um, one of the focuses of this movement on October 10th of 2015 was the police brutality situation. And as I, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we have been witnessing a lot of unarmed African-American men being murdered in cold blood. It's unfortunate. It's something that I've said here live in the mission that I'm sick and tired of talking about. But, I mean, just being honest, I'm sick and tired of talking about it. I, I wish that there were other things that we can cover in the news. And not to say that we don't want to talk about these things because that's not what we're saying. What I am saying is I would like for these things not to be an, an occurrence that is way too often that we have to talk about it. It has to be a news headline because it is an occurrence that happens way too often. Um, there was mention of the Black Lives Matter campaign. It was said that the leaders of this movement were the future leaders of the civil rights movement. I felt like that is a strong statement. And um, a lot of you out there that are supporting the Black Lives Movement, whether you're using a hashtag or whatever, hashtag whatever it is, um, think about that. Think about how strong this movement has been and how strong it's becoming. Think about that. It, it was even said that... Um, if we don't, or I shouldn't say we, I should say if the older members or the older leaders aren't willing to pass the torch or educate the young generation, then how can we expect these things to be carried on? And and that and that's a valid point. That's a very valid point, especially considering, you know, a lot of the older civil rights leaders or leaders of the African-American community have passed on or are aging you know, and a lot of us aren't there, out there aren't focused. And I'm just being frank. I'm just being frank. We need to be focused. It's the fourth quarter. We should be focused even if it wasn't the fourth quarter. But we need to be focused. Um, today, though, on social media, a lot of you took to social media to say that there was a lot of lack of coverage in this 2015 Million Man March. And I think a lot of us fail to realize that, like I said, social media is a very useful tool that we can use to our advantage. Now, social media has become some sort of a news outlet in itself, like I said, but guess what we do? Guess what we do? Oftentimes, we misuse it. When I say me, I'm speaking directly to the black community. Let's just be honest. We often misuse it. We misuse it as a majority. I know that there are some of you out there that do a great job with um, sending a positive message to, the to you know, the people that follow you or whatever the case may be. But as far as the mass majority, we are misusing it. We love to indulge in things like Baller Alert or The Shade Room or TMZ, a lot of these things that don't have any positive focuses. We indulge in these things very easily. 
but we're not as easily focused on delivering a message of unity. Why is that? Why is that? Why would we much rather spend our time on negative things but then get on social media and complain when the news itself doesn't on any positive things? So I have some questions for you guys. I want to know, is it uncool to be politically focused? Is it? Is it uncool to be socially focused on positivity? Is it uncool or unpopular to be economically focused beyond owning diamond chains and gold watches? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I, I heard some feelings with that one, huh? Oh. Oh. Because cause y'all economically focused all right. Y'all are. But y'all economically focused on the wrong things. Y'all economically focused on how to be the trap nigga that God is blessing, how to be the baller that all the little kids look up to. Mm, None of that stuff really has anything to do with economics, but y'all focused on it. So can we be economically focused on things beyond balling and stunting on the next man? Is it only convenient to fight for peace and justice and equality when there is murder or if there is a situation of injustice? I just want to know. Because as we see, the media does not want to shed light on such things. Does not want to shed light on the peaceful things. We see that. We see that from many things. Um, Now we see that from the lack of coverage on the Million Man March, the Justice or Else rally. It would appear, and I'm going to go out on a limb to say this, and some of y'all might be mad, but oh well, it would appear that the media wants to destroy the image, alter the image of the African-American citizen. And we support it. Whether you know it or not, we are in support of this. We support it with our ratings. And oh, oh, y'all know what I'm talking about. Shows like Love and Hip Hop, you know, and I'm not bashing love and hip-hop i watch the show myself i have to be honest it's a guilty pleasure of mine i don't indulge in it as much as i did when the show first aired but nonetheless to watch it is to watch it so we are supporting this with our ratings we're supporting these type of things with our social media presence and we're supporting it with our conversation so before we complain about what is not covered or what is not shown in the news outlet, we must ask ourselves, are we using all of our outlets wisely? Because movements like the Million Man March and Black Lives Matter should remain trending topics within our community, not just when there's a big event, not just when it's convenient for you to look like you know something. Oh, no. This is an everyday struggle in every community, in every community, not only just across the U.S., So we must not depend on the general or the mass media to do what is necessary. Besides, (laughs) besides, we're going to hurt some feelings with this one. The supply and demand shows that we the people would rather be entertained than educated. Ah, is that true? Is that true? You sitting there listening to this show right now, would you rather be entertained over being educated? Because there's nothing entertaining about a peaceful protest or a gathering. I'm going to let that marinate. We're going to hit y'all with some Fetty Wap.
6879 that was uh, featuring Jeezy. And, of course, you're live in the mischief here with me, Anna May. And we are in the fourth quarter, the fourth quarter. What are you doing in this fourth quarter? Um, the Million Man March, of course, you know, it took place in October because it was the 20th anniversary. But I haven't had any better timing in the fourth quarter. What are you doing in the fourth quarter? What are you going to do in the fourth quarter? I want to know what goals have we set for ourselves in the fourth quarter? What are we going to do to achieve those goals? And I pose these questions because before the break, I mentioned that it appears most of us would rather be entertained over being educated. You you have to be the one to make that change. It starts with you. I can say we, 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 but it starts with you. It starts with me. But guess what? I'm ready to do what it takes. I've been ready to do what it takes. That's why I get on here on air and talk to you guys and speak nothing but the raw, unfiltered truth. We don't sugarcoat. We're live in the mischief, right in the middle of all the mischievous things that go on. Where are you, though? Are you on the sidelines? Are you going to go get you some refreshments to come back to the sidelines? Are you in the action? Or are you compensating? Which one? Which role do you play? What is your purpose? A lot of us are walking around here. We don't know what our purpose is. If you know what your purpose is, are you fulfilling that purpose? Are you taking the steps to fulfill what your purpose is? Your purpose in life. Your purpose in your family's life. Your purpose in your peers' life. What is that? What are you doing to find out what your purpose is? See, I'm going to get deep on y'all. Most of us are just existing. What does it even mean to exist? Most of us are just existing and not living. To me, I believe to live, you have to have a meaning for your life. Because, you know, life is about more than getting up every day and paper chasing. I know that that's important to most of us, if not all of us. We all about that dollar. We all about running that checkup and all those other fancy things that you guys like to say to build up, you know, to show that you're trying to build up your wealth or your financial status or whatever the case may be. But really, what is the goal behind all that? Do you want to be rich just because you want to be rich, because you want to say that you're rich, you want to show that you're rich? What is the reason? What is the reason? What is the reason that you wake up and do what you do every day? It's the fourth quarter. We should know this. We should know this in the first, second, third, and fourth quarter. We should know this every day we wake up, but most of us don't. That's why it's important to take charge. We're in the fourth quarter. So if you if you didn't play the game right in the first, the second, or the third quarter, oh, you best believe you better buckle down for the fourth. This game isn't promised. Oh, yeah, we're heading into 2016, but it's not promised that we're going to make it there. Not you, not me, not any of us. 
So what are we doing? What are we doing? Again, I said most of us are just existing and not living. And I have to reiterate, I believe for you to live life, a meaningful life, your life has to have meaning. Sure, you can live a life of enjoyment, but what is that doing for you? Seriously, what is that doing for your family? What is that doing for your community? What legacy are you leaving behind? So we can't let things like the Million Man March be an event that comes and goes. We can't let people like Louis Farrakhan, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and other countless leaders, we can't let them deliver these messages to us and not take their words and apply them to our lives. We can't let that happen because you know what happens if we do that? Everything is in vain. You know what happens if you don't take advantage of this fourth quarter? Like I said, you may or may not head into that next game. But if you don't take advantage of this fourth quarter and you do make it to the next game, you're heading into that next game unfocused. When you go into a game unfocused, guess what usually happens? You lose. You lose. I know a lot of you out there are tired of losing. Even if I'm not speaking to your life directly, you may live a great life. You may have great, great excuse me, you may have a great financial situation, a great family, a great support system, a great head on your shoulders. Everything may just be peachy for you. But what about the people around you? How is it for them? Do you even care? Do you care? how your life affects the next person. Even if your life doesn't directly or indirectly affect the next person, do you recognize their struggle? Do you care about their struggle? What does the fourth quarter mean to you? Think about that. Where are you in this fourth quarter? I hope that you you guys are using blood, sweat, and tears to get to where you need to be to figure out what that purpose is. Deliver it. Whatever your purpose is, be it, live it, deliver it. If you don't know what it is, I challenge you to find out here in the fourth quarter. I challenge you. I'm going to leave you guys with that thought. Thank you for tuning in to Man Made Radio today. As always, live in the mischief with your girl, Anna Mae. We're going to speak nothing but the truth. Holla back. Look forward to seeing you guys or having you check me out next week here live in the Michigan on Man Made Radio. I'm going to leave you all with some City Boy bankroll. All I ever wanted was a bankroll. All I chase is money, I don't chase all. See me doing good, want to hate though.
no. She gon' do whatever for a bankroll. All I ever wanted was a bankroll. All I chase is money, I don't chase all. See me doing good, wanna hate though. Niggas say they real, but they fake though. All I ever wanted was a bankroll. All I ever wanted was a bankroll.